Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate team mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hi. So this week I asked my dear, dear friend, who's now an in real life friend, because we've officially met in real life. My dear, dear friend, Jesse, who's, you know, you're my real life friend, but I still don't know how to pronounce your last name. I don't think anyone knows how to pronounce my last name. It's Yuse. And um, it makes me so happy that I'm coming back after meeting you IRL. It was so wonderful to meet IRL. Um, but yeah, I asked Jesse to be on today because, well, you know, we had first connected via Reddit and we are pretty close Reddit friends. And Jesse has been like in the thick of this drama with me. And, oh you know, my the response to last week's episode was like really great. Everybody liked the Reddit drama part. So I'm going to do the same thing this week. If you're not interested in hearing about the Reddit drama, I'm going to put in the description below, like in the episode description, where I say like below, like I'm on YouTube. I've been watching so many fucking vlogs. This is so upsetting. But I'm going to put in the episode description where to skip ahead to. But if you're interested in hearing part two of the Reddit drama, we're going to get into it. I really didn't want to have to talk about this again because I don't know. It's just this isn't what this show is like so about, like to fucking recap Reddit drama. But it exploded again this week and all week. Like I've just been getting so much like, are you going to talk about it? Are you going to talk about it? So I figured not only would I talk about it. But I bring on my girl, Jessie, and I just want to start this. I want to get everybody in the mood for, like, what, for what's coming up. And I, this is, like, my, by far, my favorite comment to come out of this whole thing. And the writer of this felt the need to post this on every single Teen Mom sub. So at the time, three different subs, she left, she copied and pasted the same comment. And I just want you all to, like, really... Mm, like fit into this comment and really let it put you in the mood for the bullshit we're about to go through. This will be my last ever post on any of the Teen Mom subreddits, so I post it to all. Sigh. Hi, guys. I've been a part of the Teen Mom Reddit community for about a year now, maybe more. This was such a great place to congregate and discuss this show. I loved being snarky and judgy, but still respectful and not overly harsh. With you all. It was nice that we were mostly, were all the same ages and had threads to discuss, to discuss our personal lives too. It's been a good ride with plenty of fun times. I'll miss some of you guys. But I'm a woman in my late 20s. I actually have a life. My time is precious and I have zero patience. I come on the team mom subs to learn news, snark on the girls, or talk with you guys. I do not come on here to indulge in moderator drama. I have never, ever been disrespectful to any of the mods, and amid all of the complaints from users about the mods and rules, I never really had any gripes, but this entire entire saga has been too much for me. As I said, I have zero patience, so this has ruined my entire perception of the sub, the mods, and the vast user base here. 
I'm sorry the mods and some of the users obviously do not have lives. That their life is based centrally around telling lies on the internet and ruin and running excuse me in ruining fictional virtual spaces. How pathetic. Doubt that's gonna look good on your greatest achievements lists. Maybe you should start going outside more, spending more time with your children and spouses, cultivating a hobby, learning how to cook, creating a garden, something. Because you obviously spend way too much time on this sub. Except for, curiously, the fucking owner, Mindy, who never logs in, or only logs in under alt accounts, which doesn't do well for instilling your fuck faith in your fucking user base, you twit. Oh, but she did today, when someone tried to take it over. Hmm... So I'm outie like a scouty. My love for Teen Mom will have to go back to watching it by my lonesome and scribbling my thoughts in my diary. So is life. You all will have to see me around in uh, the other subs I frequent. Love the regular users. I'll miss you and see you around. This was written for your sake. Smiley. Edit. I do not mean the mods and owners here, since I know they are different. Simply posting here for clarification. And that little edit was because, you know, she posted this on most multiple subreddits. <laughs> I just have never felt further away from a human perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. My favorite fucking part is just, you, I wish I could show you, like, the bold text that she included. And one of them is, <laughs> I actually have a life, is bolded. <laughs> <laughs> my girl this is my life um this is my hobby drama is my hobby and don't come in here with this negativity and this bullshit trying to make me feel bad when you spent probably like 20 minutes writing this comment and editing it just leave like you're done with it this has put a sour taste in your mouth like all right audi 2000 like yeah i just like i there's few things in life more I love than a dramatic internet exit. You know, like, <laughs> because nobody you just cares. know what type of person that is. Yeah, and I just love somebody who, like, lectures on being above the drama while being the most dramatic. In, in a teen mom sub. Yeah. <laughs> like, writing your breakup letter to a teen mom sub. Yeah, it was just so... I just thought that would, like, really set the tone for, you know, what we're doing here. That was probably also, like, compared to everything that's happened in this week, probably, like, level drama one. Just everyone was at that tone at a baseline. Yeah. Like, the whole week when commenting. Correct. And then even extra. Yeah. So to, like, to get us started, I guess I'll, you know, so I, like, recorded my segment last week, and one of the mods who was then moderating on Shitty Teen Mom, because remember, maybe you guys need to go listen back for a refresher, but at this point, there are three subreddits. There is Teen Mom, which we'll call The Main. There is Shitty Teen Mom, which we'll call Shitty. And there is Meta Teen Mom, which we'll call The Meta. And remember, like, half the mod team had basically been forced out of The Main, and moved on over to Shitty when it went private. So as I told you guys, I'd like been contacted by a few people and let me know that the mods were forced out. And one of them that was now moderating Shitty wrote me kind of a like a funny message, basically being like, "What you said was an un- inaccurate. We all left like on our own accord, and there was no ill will." And I was just like, 
sorry girl like i i heard from multiple sources that that's not the case and it was just funny because it like i just don't take this podcast seriously like i just like fuck it like i mean literally last time i think i talked for five minutes about what it would be like if i relapsed and then like did a podcast like this is like just like a place for me to like blurt out words and i understand like people will be upset if they feel misrepresented but like if i am talking about like real people like i didn't just declare that like i'd been told from multiple people and i like i kind of got that and i was like it was just funny and i was like okay whatever but the drama is like over so who really cares well come was this wednesday for which for the new for 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 then when this i get the message on like sunday or monday um the podcast came out sunday i think i got it sunday because i vaguely remember i was like in walmart grocery shopping and i like got the message and like kind of lol'd about it but it it was like what i kind of understood because like if you don't want to be misrepresented i get it but like it was it was just silly because i knew for a fact that what i had said was accurate (laughs) You're the New York Times of Teen Mom male, not male, um, just news. So that was your official statement. And yeah. all that stuff, Liz, was off the record. Yeah. So I mean, she basically asked why I didn't, like, get a statement from them. And I was like, but I did. I just, like, it was unsolicited. Like, I was, like, given the information without me even having to ask. Like, why would I ask when I already got what I wanted to know? Um but I was like, whatever, like, they're they're doing them, I'm doing me. Who cares? So, come so the, Wednesday the, morning. Sorry, go ahead. It was Tuesday. I have a clear memory now because I wrote, guys, it's just Tuesday and I can't do this all week. <laughs> right. I can sure. remember that. So, come <laughs> Tuesday, <laughs> we wake up and, or at least I wake up and... Teen Mom, the main subreddit, is now public once again. Remember, it had been private. And Shitty Teen Mom is private, which is so basically like a flip-flop. And we nobody has any idea what's going on. It's blowing up on the meta. Um, and then some of the mods from the Shitty come over to meta and start basically saying, like, they have no fucking idea what happened. Our good friend Lizella, who I talked about last week has seemingly deleted all of the moderators from the sub and blew up shitty teen mom out of spite. <laughs> yeah. While drinking her cup of coffee. Yeah. So everybody's like flipping out. They don't know what's going on. Um, also, all of the moderators had been removed except for the original moderator, Mindy, who I talked about last week as I always found Mindy to be very nice, but it, the the pace of the sub kind of outgrew her. So nobody has any yeah. fucking idea what's going on. <clears throat> and one of the meta mods, which uh, she was the only one left. The other one had been facing harassment. So she deleted her account understandably, which as I've like said before, like guys, if you get trolled on Reddit, like the first thing you need to do is delete your fucking account and start over. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you should. So, the meta mod starts saying it's all Mindy. She came back and she like copies and pastes a conversation she had, a private conversation she had. And people flip out. They get so mad. 
<laughs> I'm just screenshotting the entire thing because I'm like, well, this is going to be gone in one to two minutes. Yes. I have to remember this for our history. So she gets, like, her ass reamed. Remember, she's the only mod of this subreddit. And I think she was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm shutting this down. And I think that was actually the best choice for her to make. So subreddit meta goes dark and is donezo. So at this time, shitty's dark, meta's dark, only the main is active, right? Yes. Then all of a sudden, so I decided to message Mindy because Mindy and I, and I've recently, like, relooked. We always had a good, like, relationship. And I just messaged her. And I was like, girl, are you back? And she messaged me back, like, pretty quickly. And I was, like, pretty shocked. And she's like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, I haven't been on Reddit in months. And I come back and, like, everything's exploding. What should I do? And I was like, well, you should reinstate mods. So, like, this can get under control. So that's what she does. And the shitty comes back up. And this is kind of like when things explode. One of the former mods made a post basically saying everything that happened according to her and blamed, I mean, basically confirmed everything I said in the podcast last week, that this was all because of me. (laughs) What was the person's quote? Um, It was my favorite. It was... uh, That I'm Franz Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very good. <laughs> and, you know, she writes, like, this whole long post about, like, how two of the moderators, like, fucking hated me. They they banned me. They were, like, Nazis on the sub. And, <laughs> oh, in the meantime, I totally forgot this. Another sub is created in general. And it has a really long name that I don't even know. And we just call it long name. And she posts this on the long name sub. So then the main moderators, because now they're moderators again, come in and they like battle it out, if you will. What I wouldn't give for that to happen again, because that was, if I had to rate from beginning to meta going dark to now, that day was, it was like a, you know, a 12 on a one out of 10 scale of people um, creating like just the most drama I've ever experienced on the internet. Yeah, it was insane. And like, it's just so funny because Koba mentioned that was the previous moderator. Koba mentioned probably my name in the post like four times saying that like <laughs> I was like not me, but like I didn't do it, but like I was the mod's motivation for like everything that they did. <laughs> But then at the same time, they were wondering why you thought you were the well, cause of it. Well, no, no, that was that was next. So in the thread, okay. So basically, at this time, like a lot of the mods get reinstated by Mindy, and they're trying to start the main up again. But people are fucking, they're pissed. They had seen that post. They're like, "This is bullshit. You guys are bullshit. Like you over moderated it. This is all your fault." So they come into the long name sub into the Koba post and basically we're like fuck you you were modding secretly this is all Lizella's fault <laughs> like and it, it just, was just like it was it was impossible it was impossible I could I had no idea what was going on well there were also like there was 
so many things happening across subs. Like normally we only have one really big sub that stuff happens in, but since things are getting shut down and reopened or people are moving around, there's comments happening in all of the subs. So you're chasing people like through their comment history yeah. to like piece together what is actually happening. Correct. And that was exhausting on top of that. Yes. It was like, it was so exhausting. And you know, it was just like I've never seen like mods fight like that. Like everybody had a different explanation for what happened, but in the end, like the main is back open and there's now two competing subs, which is the long name sub and the main. And also like Shorty or excuse me, shitty teen mom is still around, but like <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, people are over that. And I'm trying to think of what I was just going to say about all this. Oh, yeah. What I was going to say is that it was kind of like watching your teachers fight. Yeah. Like regular people. Like, because there were just like the sense of authority around. And then they were just dropping like, any sense of like being an adult and acting like they were in 11th grade. But it was, yeah, it was just like realizing that someone that has authority over you is just like you or kind of like your peer. And it was very strange to watch all these people just, like, go below the belt constantly. Correct. Correct. So, you know, as they're fighting it out, like, people are losing their minds. And Mindy makes a post in the main that's like, hey, guys, I have no idea what's happening. I just happened to log back in last night and see everything's exploded. And people are like, you fucking liar, you fucking bitch. (laughs) Like, you're a goddamn liar. You're Lizella. So now everybody's convinced. The conspiracy theory. Through the roof. Through the roof. And everybody is convinced that Lizella and Mindy are the same person. And that, like, so Koba is saying that this all happened because of Lizella. And then, or Mm -hmm. Mindy. Basically, like, there there are these two different sides, and the users are like, no, this is bullshit. It's all one side. This is all happening from the same person. And basically, like, flipping out, like... And Mindy's story made no sense. Like, I don't really understand why she didn't just lie. If what she's saying is true, and she just, like, happened to log back in after being inactive for eight months and seeing, like, the world burning around her, like, if I was her, I'd have been like, oh, no, like, I just got a ton of notifications, so I logged back on. Yeah, her excuse was kind of like, yeah, I just didn't sleep very well, and I was tossing and turning, and I decided to come on here, and, you know, everything had burned out. And I'm like, either you have such a strong connection to the teen mom world that you could feel the energy of 15,000 of us freaking out, yeah, or more likely <laughs> someone told you, and you're trying to, like, cover up for someone, or I don't know, I, I don't even understand her reasoning for why she said that because it just is so unbelievable that like in eight months that day she decides to come on the day the sub is made private yeah exactly and like she was deleting a ton of comments in it or auto mod was deleting whatever but people were fucking pissed so mad and like just Making the craziest statements, I need to go back and make a list of the conspiracies because 
they just kept building on top of one another, and they were really good. But my favorite one was some Koba was when he when they spilled out like all their secrets. Someone was asking them if they ever knew Mindy or Lizella in person, or if they'd ever talked to them on the phone. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "No, I've only talked to them on chat." And like, how do you know they're not the same person? Oh yeah. And then she, and then someone's like. Um, maybe you're being catfished, and someone asked them, like, have you ever seen catfish? And they were like, no, sorry. And I'm like, how are you watching TV and you've never seen catfish? Like, it was just so funny because she was like, no, sorry. <laughs> Haven't seen no, it. No, sorry. Just oldie mom. Like, girls, you need to watch some catfish. But that would be, I don't think that's the case, but I just love a, um, a reality where that is the truth because yeah. you know same i deserve that same and <laughs> like at this point like it wouldn't be that hard for me to believe that lizelle and mindy are the same person honestly stranger things have happened yeah. so who really knows but the thing if anyone can take anything away from this and they don't really understand what's going on is you have like three conflicting stories and none of them line up with each other. So either everyone's lying to some degree where they're conflicting or only one person's telling the truth and the other two are having like just outlandish lies. Yes. And for me, it was just like so funny because it kind of confirmed everything that I knew and everything that I said on this fucking podcast last week. Well, yeah. I like, we even talked about this and I kept telling you, I'm like, I just feel like people are kind of targeting you for this issue. And when Meta went down, we were joking it was over you. <laughs> you were like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. I mean, really, I, the thing is, though, I think this explosion would have happened because it was a sub that was growing and the mods were trying to keep up with it, but were pretty unable. And so in a response, they went to like total heavy moderation and it was pissing people off. And it was going to explode in some way. Yeah, I'm actually just surprised it made it that long. Because the, like a year ago, I think maybe only 4,000 people were in the sub. And now there's 15,000 people. Yeah. So it just, like within like weeks, it would grow by thousands of people. Yeah. And, you know, so finally, like the main mods made a post and literally mentioned my name like eight times <laughs> but then throughout the comments were like no i'm not really sure why she thinks that uh she started this all <laughs> it's it just uh, it's just like a little seasoning on top of this um drama going on like it's just a beautiful topper on it because just everything makes you feel like you taken some type of crazy pills because nothing makes sense and just that is just so a brand for everything that happened this week for them to gaslight you when you could scroll up and read you were in the comments yeah and in the description i suggest you guys all read this thread it's called moderator gate and it's like pinned to the top of the teen mom sub and it's just so funny because like they answer a lot of people's comments and literally (laughs) It's like everything bad was Lizelle's fault and everything good was by them. And, <laughs> yeah. like, I can understand, but 
it was really hard for me not to respond back like the Nazis. Like that's like what Nazis said at Nuremberg. And like obviously this is not comparable. And like in the end, the team on subreddit is gonna come back. Like there's somebody yeah. something's gonna happen. Janelle's gonna murder someone or like like something huge is going to happen and people will go where they feel comfortable and that's always going to be the main teen mom sub and a lot of these other sites when they folded there was a place for you to go you know what i mean and yeah uh right now it's like not there's nowhere else reddit is still like the biggest spot so people are going to come back they're going to come back to the main but like this fucking thread that the mods wrote like people are so angry they're like, every mod has to step down, like, and they're like, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> they're like, we'll take any suggestions you guys have. And they're like, well, we think you should step down. Um, we're being a little rash right now. <laughs> Everybody needs to calm down. Yeah, it. it was just so, I can like, you know, yeah, it was just so funny. And just people are so mad like they're so mad and I don't mean to laugh at people being mad but like it's funny it's funny when people are mad I like to watch people being mad and you know it's just it was just really entertaining and I don't know if this I don't think this explanation makes as much sense as last time and I'll be honest like part of that is the reason that we are purposely not mentioning usernames of the mods on the main because we don't want to single anybody out. And the one we've mentioned, Kobo and Lizella and Mindy, they're all, like, inactive or deleted. Um, and also, like, we've received a lot of information via, like, private messages, which I don't... I feel like that'd be an ethical violation since I'm a serious journalist uh, to include. But, like, we did want to acknowledge just, like, the insanity of the Reddit world and... This is what happens in the Team Mom fandom, guys. Like, you... Honestly, though, these fights, like, were fucking nothing compared to what I used to see on Twitter in 2013. Like, where people would, like, post people's phone numbers and, like, pictures of their mother and, like, incur their address. Like, like, Team Mom fandom, for whatever reason, is just, like, so fucking vicious. It really is. The thing that was very overwhelming about this was that you had everyone being, like, a little crazy, but yeah. you had so many people, like, that was the biggest group I've ever been in, where everyone is tuned in, and everyone Thousands. is ready to go for someone's throat. Like, yeah. they, everyone had lost it. It was a true war, and we were divided, Yeah, and... I don't, we're waiting for the healing time. I will say the one shitty thing is, so one of the mods on the meta was trolled and like harassed. And I know for a fact this happened because the troll account had kind of contacted me. They revealed themselves to me. And I'm being very vague because Jesse saw it too. Like it was cruel. Like the things that okay. that were on this account were very, very cruel. And I don't want anybody to be able to find it. So, like, I don't want to say what platform it was on or exactly who it was to or exactly what happened. Like, because I, it just, in my heart, I cannot, like, have anybody find that off of my words. But I was, like, the first person alerted to it, right? Like, I told you, I nobody knew about this in existence until I saw it, right? 
I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We didn't hear anything about it until I saw it. And I, like, we have, like, a little group text going on, and I, like, messaged the people, and I was like, holy shit, guys. Like, this is really bad. And this is after the meta had banned me. And I think even before, I think it had happened before I recorded last week, but I, I'm pretty sure I didn't talk about it. And because I didn't want anybody to find it, and she had asked me, like, please don't talk about this because I don't want people to find it. And I was like, no, I totally understand. And I sent it to her and was like, I somebody has your info. Like, somebody, it wasn't, like, super personal info. I, I personally think, like, a Reddit account was found, like, a real Reddit account was found because it's stuff that would be shared on Reddit where people get pretty personal. And I had sent it to her and was like, hey, I just saw this, like, you should know about it. And then throughout the week, like, basically mods on the main sub and then some of the meta mods had, like, been implying that this troll account was created to honor me because they had, like, vaguely mentioned a user. A co- They said, like, this is, you banned a cool user. But, like, they banned 20 people. And I, I don't, that pissed me off. And I know it pissed you off too, Jesse, because, like, I was never mentioned my name and I refused to, like, be part of that narrative and... If it was done to honor, like, I don't know. I I just thought it was, like, tacky to pull me into that. I think so, too. And I think that they took a... The thing that bothered me was they just, instead of saying, we think this might be the person, they, as a fact, listed that you were the reason that this person did this. Yeah. And I even told... I contacted the person that they were, like, trolling and told her, hey, this doesn't... Theme. This seems like someone that knows that it would be a trigger if they wrote that, and that it would imply you. Yeah. And that per- that probably wasn't that person's intention. Like that person was smart enough to know that if they wrote that, that they would think of you, and they would think you were the catalyst for that. Yeah. And I, I just nobody didn't like seems that. to understand that. And also, like, not yeah, for nothing, like assumption. I didn't get any credit for being the person that alerted them to the troll account like they made it was mentioned repeatedly that like i was the inspiration for it like jesse got some messages that like weren't saying it but like were passively implying that i was even possibly behind it like that i had shared information oh, that we were both behind it well what i think was they were accusing was that you had given me information that i told people like that you weren't really yeah. like and i like but that annoyed me, but it was, like, done through private message, so I was like, whatever. You know, she's upset. Like, it just, to repeatedly kind of be blamed for it, and I'm like, if I hadn't shown you this, like, you wouldn't know about it. <laughs> like, I, you're putting heat on me and making, and, like, letting people think that I have anything to do with this at all when I'm the, like, the only reason that you know that this was happening to you is because I told you out of, like, the goodness of my heart after you were really fucking shitty to me, but I'm like a bigger person than that as I think and hope most people are. So yeah, that, that bothered me. I will be honest out of all of this drama. Like, honestly, I think it's fucking funny that this all happened because of me. And like, who would have thought that three weeks ago, like the state of the teen mom Reddit world would be where it is literally because of me. Like that's fucking funny. Like in the new long name sub, which is, like teen mom OG and teen mom two, I think is the name of it. Um, 
I literally only call it long name, so I don't even know if that's the exact name. But you can make your own flair, and I made mine Franz Ferdinand because it's funny. And, like, yes. and the response to the mod, like, the main uh, mod post, the mod gate post, I just posted a picture of Gwyneth Paltrow and sliding doors because, <laughs> because I'm the sliding door, you know? Like, it's the sliding doors moment. If they hadn't banned me, like, we wouldn't be where we are today. That I'm fine with. Like, honestly, it's kind of good promo for this podcast. Like... <laughs> it's fine it's just it that's like a joke but when my name is involved in like serious like cruel trolling and harassing like that that bothers me yeah that was really shitty and i just i'm glad that kind of shut down and people stopped talking about that so i just felt like that was that was the biggest problem i will say with all the moderators and if any of them are listening i hope that they understand why this is such a big issue is that they don't work with facts. They all, um, they maybe they work with one fact, but then it like it, it accelerates or it amplifies, and then it turns into like half truth, and then that builds on the half truth. And that yes. was like a good example was like for a fact saying that you did this, and then that leads people to believe these things, and that's the biggest issue. Like someone was saying, it's a game of telephone constantly. With you find out a piece of information, you tell the other person a piece of information, and it all gets warped. Like, they couldn't keep their story straight about who even banned you and why they banned you. Like, it, the story just constantly changes. Yeah. So that was the big Reddit drama. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. I hope we don't have to, like, talk about this on this sub again, or on this sub, on this podcast again, because, I don't know, it's, like, not... Especially, I don't think this week's was that interesting to listen to. Sorry, guys. But, uh, you know, it's what happened. And I just want to talk about Teen Mom. The fandom is fun, but, like, the show is fun, too. It is. And this, well, this week wasn't too crazy, but. Let's, um, I want to talk first before we go into the recap about the story that popped up today on the Ashley, which is that Ryan is, like, about to file for divorce from Mackenzie and that he blocked her phone number. And, like, is refusing to come home and also refusing to film. It's so good. I hadn't expected some believable rumors to come out yet. Because some of them are, they're believable, but there is, like, an element of, like, this could easily be someone, you know, creating this and this not be, like, a whole truth. Mm -hmm. But everything that was in that article, like, yep, that that sounds exactly like something Ryan would do. And just how Mackenzie would act and, like, where she thinks and she is in the power range of um, Teen Mom right now. Like, she thinks she's a season six, like, cast member, and she's very much a season one. And they're probably having some big power struggles between the two of them. Yeah, and it's hilarious because, like, so in the article, Mackenzie wanted, like, MTV to pay for her and all her friends to go on vacation to, like, get away from the stress and is refusing to talk about any of the drama unless they pay her more. And to that, I say, get money, bitch. I actually have, like, total respect for this. Like, I think it's so funny because it's smart. Like, they want that Mackenzie and Ryan drama more than probably any of the team mom, definitely more than anything else going on in Macy's segment. And I would say, beyond Amber's new boyfriend, this is definitely the most exciting thing going on in team mom OG right now. And, like, yes. I Mackenzie probably watches The Real Housewives and was like, fucking send me on vacation. 
pay for it. So I, that's what I was going to say is I, maybe this is too much conspiracy, but I really think that she watches, she watches Teen Mom. I'm actually pretty sure she watches Teen Mom, but I think I will go a step further and say that she's very aware of a lot of the drama, whether she's going to admit it or not. And I'm, I just feel like she, from reading stuff, knows that she can get vacations out of MTV yeah. more than her own common sense. Like she saw she him go to Puerto Rico last year. She was like, "Oh, damn, good tip." Kale goes to Hawaii when she has drama. So I, for one, cannot wait to see this play out on Team Mom. Even honestly, like I will enjoy watching them stomp around and refuse to film. It will be funny. <laughs> It will be so good. But the strange thing is, well, it's not strange, but I just wonder what it's going to look like from McKenzie's perspective. Because after this whole, when, what was it, last week, there was an article that came out that said that Ryan was on Tinder and that he had sent someone a dick pic and that um, he was trying to meet up with this girl for sex. And this girl actually, I don't think she was in our group, but we had, that this, this, convert, this girl out, had gone into a... Can I tell you how this came out? How we saw it initially yeah. before it hit radar is that this girl had posted about it via a LuLaRue, a non... LuLaRoe. It's not <laughs> LuLaRue. I call it LuLaRue in my head because I have a learning disability and just, like, give things names in my head. Um, LuLaRoe <laughs> has what's called an anonymous facebook page where basically you like message the moderators and they'll post it anonymously or i'm sure you like submit it to like a tumblr link or something you know and then they post it on facebook i would imagine you don't actually Mm -hmm. message moderators with your name and it had come out that like she had matched with ryan on tinder and then all of a sudden it came up on radar and we get the screenshots so yeah we came across it via uh a screenshot in our emotionally broken psychos facebook page (laughs) with yeah. the LuLaRoe anonymous Facebook page. <laughs> Secondhand. Yeah. But, so that happened, and I that was the one that I, I wasn't sure, because that kind of stuff does happen in the Team Mom world, where people either, like, fake conversations, or yeah. they will... They will try to contact the cast members to catch them in some type of lie or anything. Like, they'll try to talk to them on Snapchat. So that wasn't very shocking to me. But, like, the ne- I think it was the, day- that the next day or the day after that, she started, like, getting on Instagram and, like, taking selfies and talking about her marriage and, like, putting her ring out and doing an Instagram shot. And just reading the Ashley's article, I could only feel so embarrassed for her. Like thinking back to those things, just, I don't, I'm, I don't. That leads me to believe that in that season, it's going to be a lot of Mackenzie not like pretending that nothing is wrong. If we're seeing that from her right now, I don't like. Even though they're kind of in the thick of it, and that he isn't there, and they're having issues, and he's wanting to get divorced, I just don't think she's gonna crack oh no no she's not and it's gonna be amazing to watch she'll sit there mtv will be in her house and all of ryan's stuff will be gone and he'll have left just a couch and she'll be like i don't know what you're talking about things are great with a totally straight (laughs) face she will and it's so different from amber because amber is still i don't want to say naive but she doesn't know how to hide that 
so well, yeah, like has, when things would go wrong able. with Matt, she yeah, she would like say it, and then you could kind of see her realize like, oh, that's not good. But Mackenzie's Mackenzie's a professional. Uh, she's she a southern woman. Will she's a southern woman, and she will keep that shit locked down until she gets enough money to release it. Ryan will like burn her apartment down, and she'll be outside with her hair perfectly done. <laughs> Tease to the heavens <laughs> in a sundress and wedges, her ring on, and go, I don't know what y'all talking about. Things are fine here. And like the fireman is like trying to put the fire out, and she's like, No, we're great. That was a rhyme. Things are fine. We're great. We're headed to church soon. It's no big deal. Yeah. Like, I love, honestly, long live Mackenzie, as far as I'm fucking concerned. I know. I got a little sad when I read that article. Because I I didn't want her to be finished so soon. Yeah. Well, it's not even no. It's for I'm gonna say it was for selfish reasons. She's good TV, and oh, I, I need that yeah. there. Same. I mean, same. So let's get I'm into this episode. Person. Yeah, let's get in this episode okay. for this week. Um, so I'm gonna I want to start with Kale, and. I need to break down how much bullshit this fucking episode was in this timeline. I'm pissed. It, um, they have just really been sleeping on the job with keeping any type of continuity. Ugh, can't say that word. Continuity? Just... Yes. <laughs> Thank also, you. Also, like, even when this happened, I remember... Okay, so basically the storyline is that Kale is pregnant and hasn't told anybody yet, and Janelle tweeted it. But I remember this happening in real time. And here's what happened, guys. So for like a couple days before, we've been getting like dumb radar articles, right? And that morning, we get like a pretty detailed radar article about how Kale's pregnant. And I was like, no, that's bullshit. Like, you can probably, if you go find that fucking post in the subreddit, you'll see me being like, dumb, 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 dumb. This is stupid. Kale's not pregnant. Unbelievable. Fuck off. Dumb. Correct. Because it's radar. I know and someone... I, I truly didn't think she would be pregnant. <laughs> no, not me either. I think someone sent it to me on Tumblr and I kind of got real sassy and was like, please stop sending me this bullshit because yeah. this is stuff that's like people are making up and it's not true. I defended her many Correct. times. Well, I thought Kale was smarter than that. I, I didn't think she'd be stupid enough to get pregnant. I also thought like not... I didn't think she, like, never wanted to have another kid. Like, to me, it made sense that she just didn't want to have another kid with Javi. Like, that I understood. Like, yeah. I, I didn't think Kale was, like, totally done with having kids. But I just really, like, thought she didn't want kids for now. Yes, agreed. So, then, that radar article comes out, like, in the morning. Then, around, like, noon, and I saw it first on the Emotionally Broken Psycho's Facebook page, an E! News article comes out. And this is before I'd realized that uh, MTV was exclusively using E! News, which we've now noticed since then. Yeah. But um, this, I think, was like the first E! News, big E! News uh, teen mom information. Before these, they used to always use uh, like Us Weekly, I think, or OK Magazine. One of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was Us Weekly. So an E! News article comes out, and E!'s like, I would say, fairly reputable. Like, they're kind of like people in that like they don't post a lot of unsubstantiated gossip, and it's, like, almost always from, uh, like, publicists or, like, stuff that's being heavily reported. It's not Radar Online, 
basically. Like, Radar will post, like, Liz Bentley is pregnant. Like, if I had any sort of fame, like, today they'd post I'm pregnant, I'd be like, hey, I haven't had sex in two years. Like, Radar doesn't give a fuck. I don't believe anything on Radar. They also use Reddit as, um, like, yeah, a quote straight sometimes. up use Reddit as a source. So be like, user, Zeus134 said, <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> they literally quote Reddit usernames. The username. It's amazing. Um, so if it's like on radar or starcasm, I'm like, whatever. But then this e news article comes out and immediately I'm like, holy shit, she's really pregnant. Now she like at first I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, she's fucking pregnant. Then I reread it and I'm like, okay, well she doesn't confirm it, but there's no way e news would run with this with radar online sources. There's just there's no way. Yeah. So the internet's ablaze, yeah, and everybody's, like, taking this E! News article as fact, I would say. Like, everybody is, like, okay, Kale's pregnant 100%. Then, like, a couple hours after this comes out, Janelle tweets, congrats, Kale. And I remember, like, the Twitter haters, like, going crazy and being like, Janelle confirmed Kale's pregnancy, like, how dare she do that? And I was like, what? Like, E! confirmed her pregnancy, I remember thinking while this happened that this didn't make any sense that they were fighting about Javi and, like, what was going on because E! News confirmed it. E! E! was the one that confirmed all of this. Not Kale, not Javi, not Janelle. E! News! I I completely agree because I remember, too, when I was on Reddit and the E! News article came out and everyone's the same, you know, everything you just said was, whoa, like, this would be, like... In the drama world, this is CNN, you know, confirming that this is real news. And, yeah, it had been hours of everyone just already knowing that as the truth. So when when, um, Janelle tweeted it, it didn't even, I don't even think it registered with me that she tweeted it because I already accepted it as the truth. Like, that was the new reality and Kale was pregnant. So so I didn't need Janelle. Yeah, exactly. So it was that night that Kale posted that fucking blog so this all happened within like 12 hours of each other the radar article the e-news article uh janelle's tweet and then kale's blog but that's not how it happened on this goddamn show (laughs) the world needs to know liz the world needs to know on the show we wake up they basically make it seem like kale woke up in the morning and janelle had wild out of left field tweeted this like no like like to not I understand why they didn't do it for the sake of the show like I do understand but like they literally don't you think they just presented it like Janelle like tweeted it out of nowhere yeah like just like couldn't they just mention that a gossip site yeah it had come out in the news the tabloids had been saying it and then Janelle tweeted it and so everybody knew it was true if that's what she said, I would have been like, okay. Yeah, like I can, I guess I can see that, but agree. It really, it really bothers me. It bothers me because I think Janelle's taking unnecessary hate yeah. or something. Agree. Like, I thought she's just that too. Stupid. I thought that then. Yeah, I don't. So, yeah, so Kale like is going on a walk. With her friend that is literally an uglier version of Chelsea Grace. <laughs> Where do they keep finding these people that just look so 
so much like mayo. I don't like, know. It was really weird. None of them have any identifiable like features. It's just every they're all the most like Midwestern looking people I've ever seen on TV. Yeah. And Kale's pissed because she wants to have control of her own story. Which like I can understand. Like I like I can understand that. Um I would imagine, like, when you are on a reality show, especially, like, the teen moms who get, like, no allowance for privacy, that you want, Mm -hmm. especially, like, I do think, even though Kale's, like, a nasty subtweeter, I do think Kale's been very restrained in the divorce from Javi. Um, Like, I did understand what she was saying, like, a little later in the episode when she was like, I could have said so much shit. Because, like, yeah, she'll, like, subtweet and, like, tweet, like, petty things, but, like, she really hasn't put his business out there and, like, has just, like, been called a cheater, like, every fucking step of the way. And I can understand why she, like, is really upset that she was, like, no, con- especially a control freak like Kale, which is kind of, like, yeah. I just want to say it's kind of crazy that someone that's such a control freak is, like, willing to be on reality TV. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think Kale thinks of herself like that how like how much she desires to like control her own narrative and if she ever did realize that she would probably leave tv but it's gonna be a while yeah she needs therapy she needs a therapist to point her out point that out to her i had to have a therapist point that out to me but um she she's like well i just want to be able to explain to myself she's like you know and people think i got divorced because i didn't want any more kids and it's like Because that's why you told people that you got divorced. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe you should have elaborated on that a little more. Because I I felt the same way. I didn't, I think, I always felt like she'd have more kids. Like, that didn't seem like she was just going to stop. But she she's kind of the person that created that narrative of yeah. what, like it came out of her mouth yeah so it's like if it, you it's hard to feel bad for her when she's the one that said that and like made that a plot line on you know like two seasons ago with her and hobby like when they have the miscarriage exactly it's, it's like, really oh, it came straight from you kale yeah and she kind of says like and you know like just people think this like she doesn't understand why people think that <laughs> I don't get it. I I don't know if I've talked to you about this. I don't think I have. But do you think that we um, told the story, or maybe is the no. person that told Javi? I, I think she might have told Javi. I think there's definitely a possibility that she told Javi. But I think it's much more likely that they still do have mutual friends. Um, like Becky, mm-hmm. I think is still friends with Javi, or if not friends with Javi. So a lot, a lot of kids, cause you have to remember, like they got together when they were like 20, you know? So like yeah, a lot of young. Kale's closest friends were Javi's friends and she's actually retained some of them in the divorce. Like we know Peach went back to, to Javi, but I, I think mm-hmm. she met Becky, her close friend Becky through Javi. And I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if like Becky told somebody who told Peach, who told Javi, you know what I mean? Like. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think V could have been the source, but I just, I wouldn't be surprised if V was the source, but or it was a producer. Ooh, that's a good one. I just felt like V was so mad, like she's been so mad yeah. every time she's been on TV, which I 
think she has like some reason to be justified in that. I'm just wondering if she like she's just kind of a hothead. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if she like in a very mad state told Javi. Yeah, I can and see then that. had to have him promise, you know, not to say anything to her. But Javi also can't or get I a wonder, secret and not react to it. I wonder if maybe Javi heard it, like I said, like third hand, like Becky told someone who told Peach who told Javi, and then Javi texted V and was like and she confirmed is, it. Is Kale pregnant? Like I heard Kale's pregnant and V's like, I know, can you believe it? Or he's like, can you believe Kale's pregnant? And she's like, you know, like, when you, like, say something yeah. to someone, like, and you're not 100% sure, but they respond, like, because you think they know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. he said it in a way, like, he already knew it to be a fact, even if he didn't. And, ha- and V just, like, went along with it, not on purpose, but, like, was still actively talking shit. <laughs> Either that or she was, like... I'm not the person to talk about this, which is also another way to confirm when yeah. someone's asking you a question yeah. like that. Or, like, this isn't my business. I can't discuss this. Where if, like, if it wasn't true, you'd just be like, no, she's not pregnant. Like, what? I don't know what you're talking yes. about. Yeah, I. so I think it, I can see V being part of it somehow. I, I have a feeling that just every, the scene we just played out seems very plausible to me. So I'm going to now accept that as yeah. my truth. Uh, and that's hard what agree. happened. Hard agree. <laughs> uh, I just like, I just think it's so silly. Like that, I don't know. I, I think Javi obviously like then went and told people. Yes. Like there's no way he um, didn't. I just don't know with Hobby. I can't tell because he he kind of pops back and forth for me with him seeming reasonable and then him seeming like That's a true. crazy person. That's so true. I just like, I'm always 50-50. Like anything you tell me about Hobby, I am either shocked or, you know, um, justified. And I'm just like, I, yeah, he could go either way. Yeah, I feel that. So, Kale posts her blog in the next scene, and she's like, people are being so positive. And I'm like, are they? Okay, <laughs> I'm going to say that I read everything there was to read when Kale was pregnant, and she had to scrape the barrel to find a positive comment. I bet Caviar and Cocaine, aka, like, the, fa- the account that makes all the fan art that she has, like, sent her a really nice message. <laughs> She had to like, she had to probably like make a username and then comment on it so yeah. that they can film it. Because I don't like, I don't think anyone was positive like, in all the fandoms like Facebook, Tumblr, Reddit, Twitter. There's always a person that is very extreme, and then there are other people that have to like defend those people to balance out that extreme point of view. So you always have like people just like bouncing crazy comments off the wall and then you have the other people being like look no let's be a little more rational rational about this this type of person might do this and so forth but even those people were like what the fuck kale like what are you thinking like that like across the board i would say nine out of ten people were shocked and like mad and like disappointed in her 
Yeah. So I just like could not believe I, that she thought that it was more positive than negative. I think disappointed is like my was my feeling. I was like really disappointed in her. Uh, yeah, I actually like it weirdly enough made me realize the standards I've set for all of them. Yeah. And that was just so much lower than anything I would have guessed for her. Yeah, and it just seems really out of character. My like just to talk about mental health, I've been I feel like after watching Kale, she just seems to be um like cycling really hard. Mm-hmm. She is like making a lot of very impulsive decisions that mm-hmm. keep shocking me because they seem out of character from like what we know. I mean, I obviously don't know Kayla in person, but um, it makes me wonder if she's just what hadn't been medicated uh, properly in like the last two years. And she's just like, you know, you're triggered by all this stuff going on in your life. And she's just kind of like, running around making very impulsive decisions and then she gets pregnant and I don't know I just felt like it was it was the not the worst thing it was just not the best thing that could happen when someone like Kale starts to spiral yeah yeah I don't think that's where she should have landed and that was like what made me so disappointed for her because she doesn't I don't even think she grasped in that moment um, how much she changed her life and changed her relationship with her kids and her baby daddies and, you know, all of those things. I completely agree. She obviously, like, was not thinking it through clearly and that she would have, like, a miscarriage over the summer and then get pregnant immediately again is just, like, it's a lot for me to think that she was pregnant twice in 2016 while going through a divorce. I'm... Yes, like, early on, it could even, like, for her to have a miscarriage in the summer, that means it's probably, like, in the springtime. Yeah, I think it was before Javi. My impression was it was before Javi was even home. And I'm in the camp where they were fucking divorced. They were separated when he was away. Here's what I think. Agree. I think Kale and Javi knew they were getting divorced, but Javi had, like, this hope that when he got, and they both acted like it, but Javi had this, like, hope that he would come home and they would magically get back together, and Kale didn't. So they were both fucking other people when he was deployed, but he, like, had in his head, like, but things will, like, we'll fix it when I get home. And she was like, we're never fixing it. Fuck that. This is our break. Yeah, like, and Javi, exactly. And Javi said they were on a break, and then Kale said they were broken up. Yeah, I mean, that's just, like, a natural progression of, like, breakups half the time is like I just remember doing that in college like like you know you broke up with someone and you're all acting fine until the first person moves on and then it turns you know into this big ordeal and I feel like that's what happened was Kale was completely done and she thought Javi was completely done because he wasn't acting that way until he found out that she had moved on and then then the story turns into like I thought we had an agreement yeah blah 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 blah. agreed so our last scene is Kale calls into the teen mom after show and basically like shades Janelle (laughs) like what did she say she was like I'm just not really sure if Janelle was being genuine yeah like that she had issues with her and she didn't know if she did it on purpose like to hurt her or if it was an accident yeah so janelle you know goes right to twitter and is like 
Uh, fuck no, bitch. Like, if you want to know who told me, it was Javi. I, like, I just want to commend them because I did in that moment want to know what was happening to Kale when all this was going down. And it was such a treat to yeah, get I to love- watch her get the tweet, like, the tweets in and just to see, like, real-time responses. Agreed. I would watch a show exclusively of the Teen Mom social media in. Yes, it would be so much more interesting if I could just watch Janelle tweeting and deleting. Oh, God, I would love that. That's, oh, that's, I want Janelle to go, like, in the Big Brother house and just do social media all yes. day. Oh, my God. God, that would be so good. We gotta pitch that to someone. I know, I think that is... deserve that. Janelle is, I'm going to say, just made for reality TV. And I'm I'm sad that out of all the girls, she's the one that, like, really hasn't done any. Well, like, you know, like, Farrah's going on other shows. She Gail's was supposed going on to. Other shows. She was supposed to she be on marriage to. boot camp. And then that idiot but got, she got pregnant. pregnant. <sighs> I know. And could you imagine how good that would have been? Yeah, with oh. David and Barbara. I can, Jesse. I think about it all the time. <laughs> We deserve that, Liz, and I, I am, I will not give up until she gives me that. Janelle better go on one more damn reality show because she's, oh, you know, if you switch up everything on her, she'll revert back. She'll yeah, give I us old Janelle. She, Barbara was going to go on Marriage Boot Camp Family Edition. It's kind of, I'm surprised. I can. I mean, I can, but like, yeah, no, I take that back. I can. Like, she likes the fame. She would get paid. And I think she would relish the opportunity to scream at Janelle and David. So, see, actually, I see that from a different perspective. I think that as harsh and, like, critical as Barbara is always to Janelle, I do think that she thinks of Teen Mom as a weird bonding experience for them. Yeah. And I think she would go because... That would mean Janelle would have to interact with her. Yeah. So she would be guaranteed, like, time with Janelle. And yeah. that in itself is warped she, and she scary. She probably but... would also genuinely believe, like, they're going to get real therapy that will help them. <laughs> yes. She, she would. She Barbara would. would go on. Oh, Barbara. Barbara would go on that show, like, from a genuine place of wanting to fix her relationship with Janelle. <laughs> Like, having no idea that you shouldn't go on reality TV to get therapy. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Um, we see Kale, like, tweeting. And, basically, Janelle's like, well, Javi... Okay. Let me break down exactly what happened for you guys. So, Javi was direct messaging with Starglam. And I just will explain to you what Starglam is. So, Janelle... I think I've mentioned her before on the podcast... Janelle has this friend named Jen, who sometimes goes by Jelly, because that was, like, her fucking Twitter name, who is an internet friend of hers and has been running Janelle's social media for a while now. Um, She also went by Ham sometimes. (laughs) I can't remember why, but she she had a couple screen, like, Twitter handles. One was, like, Jelly, one was Ham, but her name is Jen. So, back when Janelle used to be, like really active on like her Facebook fan page and this thing called Solia where oh, this is so dated this is from like 2012 Ugh. do you remember Solia links where yeah. it was like basically what the team moms all have now on like their Instagrams where it's like swipe up to read more 
about like the other moms janelle's been doing this for a long time and jen has been in charge of this shit like for years i would say probably since 2012 or 2013 um and I believe they've still never met in person. She was actually supposed to go to the Miley Cyrus concert with Janelle, and Janelle just, like, took, like, told her she couldn't come, like, last minute and brought Nathan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, at one point, she was running, like, Janelle Evans PR Twitter, which was, like, my favorite fucking thing in the whole world. Um, Janelle Evans PR Twitter account was so fucking funny for a while. She would just, like, tweet the wildest shit. And then, like, Star Glam came about, which I think is, I'm assuming it's maybe, like, the LLC they run their internet stuff under. Yeah, I think you're right. So, like, I get, I'm assuming Janelle saw a business manager, like, at one point in her life, and he, like, advised her to set up, like, an LLC so she could pay Jen. Because I'm, Jen gets paid, you know, like, Jen isn't doing this for free. And so she could pay Jen, and it's probably called Starglam. And I think there was a Starglam website for a minute, and Jen's email is at Starglam. Um, so basically, via the Starglam email account or Twitter account, Jen was talking to Javi. And that's when, like, Janelle was like, well, my, and she says, like, in her segment, like, my mutual friend, like, with Javi. But, like, who would Janelle have a mutual friend with Javi? It's Jen. Because Jen, like, does this thing. And she talked about her last season. She was like, my friend Jelly was talking to Nathan. So, like, it's it just, it's her internet friend. And Javi, like, told them that she was pregnant. But I kind of think this all goes back to, like, the E! News thing. Where, like, I bet yeah. Jen saw it on E! News and, like, messaged Javi and was like, damn, is Kale really pregnant? And he's like, yeah, she is. So that's, like... Everybody yeah, that's already knew. the most realistic. I just, the thing too with Janelle is like Janelle, I don't feel like Janelle really cares what's going on in Kale's life. Like, Well, no, Janelle's relishing in the three by three thing. You have to know that. Wait, say that again? Janelle's like relishing in Kale having three baby daddies. Oh she no, loves she's it. loving it. But like, I don't even think she has that many issues with Chelsea, but I actually think because of Randy, yeah, she doesn't like Chelsea. And if she was gonna, if it was Chelsea and this had happened, I'd have been like, Janelle plotted this. This is Janelle's mo. But with Kale, I just think like I'm, I just think she's kind of stupid, and she didn't. Yeah, she just assumed like all of us. Yeah, and I think she just like she already knew Kale was pregnant. She heard this. She probably didn't even check that Kale didn't herself say it and then said it. And then she, yeah, like you said, that, like, her friend from Starglam probably was, like, Javi, like, confirmed it. And then she probably thought Javi, like, this whole thing is just Janelle not, like, listening or paying attention to what she's doing. This isn't Janelle, like, scheming like she's pinky in the brain. Like, Janelle is not that smart. Agreed. So Kale like flips out and she's like, I could air all his dirty laundry, like the videos of him fucking somebody else while he was deployed. And she's talking about like this dick pic that we all saw that doesn't have his face in it. And Javi to this day claims cannot be him because the person was wearing white ankle socks and he does not wear white ankle socks. 
But as you'll guys see, if you go on my EVP underscore feathers account, there are definitely pictures of him wearing white ankle socks. And, like, he literally tweeted again this week about not wearing white ankle socks. Like, he's so hung up on this fact. And she also said, I wrote this down directly, I could literally show videos of Javi doing things he shouldn't be doing, which to me implied drugs. Yeah, no, same. And also, I was like, well, do it. Stop post it, about post it. <laughs> I, I do love how quick she just was like, I will sell him up the river. You know? yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, Kale, what else is there? Come on, I don't like hobbies, so I am really wanting you to tell me some stuff. Yeah, so I, like, I believe her that Javi was fucking around on deployment, basically. I believe her, too. I know that there's, like, a video or something, You like, the video you're talking about. I don't know if that was him, but... I don't find it far-fetched to believe that he, like, in any way was, like, so ta- either insecure. talking to someone. He is. And, and anybody like, that shows like, him attention, he'll let them suck his dick. Yeah. He, I don't know why. People will defend Hobby, And it's because he defends our country. But <laughs> for real, um, I hate Hobby, And he gets whatever he has come, you know, like whatever yeah. has come to him, he's deserved. And I don't even like Kale, but I hate Hobby so much more. It's kind of like the Chelsea Adams thing. I'm like, I hate Adam so much more, but I really don't like Chelsea. Agreed. Uh, so since we're already talking about her, let's just go to Janelle next. Thank and Angel. Yeah, our Angel. Janelle starts with <laughs> she got gym stuff to use on the land. But they're gonna build a gym. Um, Kaiser is like running around in his Paw Patrol helmet, and he looks so cute. He's just so precious. I do love when she's talking about it. They just like shut the fuck up about this gym. But yeah. he couldn't say that. He's like, yeah, the gym. We're talking about it again. Yeah, like do a Jillian Michaels video, Janelle. Like do the thirty day shred. Like <laughs> you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so we get a scene of them in the car and Kaiser's having another tantrum. I think he's just like a moody kid who isn't, you know, and they're going to get Jace and, um, they meet Barbara and I just want to talk about how much of a bitch Barbara is sometimes and like how I can understand why like Janelle just gets so frustrated with her because Barbara makes this big point that Jace has an ear infection and needs this much medicine and she gave Janelle a bottle and she said, I put it in here because you know what happens when stuff goes to your house. It's not going to come back. It was just so unnecessary for her to say that. And I couldn't believe actually that Janelle didn't react to that. She didn't I react at all. Like, I wonder if she didn't even he- did wasn't she hear listening. her. I think she was yeah, listening. Totally, did she hear her? Yeah. It, I was like, whoa, that is some restraint I have never seen from Janelle. But Barbara cannot help herself for one second. Oh, not at all. Like, she just, it's crazy. Like, you start to, that scene kind of showed me a little more about Barbara. And it carried on when they were talking about the dog because he was scratched. And I think David wasn't even saying anything that I felt was threatening. But Barbara started to get that tone in her voice. Like, yeah, I'll be honest. Like, she, 
I didn't understand mm-hmm. what David said to her. And some I need David's subtitles a lot of times. It's like not even so much it's like the accent plus the mumbling. Like he has very much a case of marble mouth. So like I can't understand what David is saying like a good half the time he's on screen. Um and he said something about like you gotta stay away from the dog or something. Yeah, the dog scratched him and he was like, We need like basically what he was saying was like, We need to get you away from that dog and like you shouldn't have that dog. Because mm-hmm. I think he was implying the dog is aggressive. Yeah, and like basically Barbara saying the dog yelling. wasn't trained. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then Barbara started in like going into him and saying that Jace was laying on top of the dog and yeah. antagonizing the dog, which oh, I believe. Oh, God. I know. I, like, kind of honestly, like, mentally skipped past that because I, like, could not handle that at that moment. Like, the idea of Jace taunting the dog was upsetting to me. Uh, yeah, Jace is starting to do some stuff, and I'm like, can we stop filming Jace when he doesn't realize anyone's there? Cause yeah, and I don't. This yeah. is too dark. Yeah, yeah. So we got a little scene of like a one second clip of Janelle changing Kaiser's diaper, and I am terrified at the idea of Janelle potty training a child. If if it ever happens, because technically, I guess she would be. Kaiser will be, like, her first child to potty. I keep forgetting that, like, Kaiser is her first experience at a lot of these things. Yeah. Like, I I know that, but I don't think I take that into account. And it makes so much sense as to why she's, like, having all these issues with Kaiser because she's, like, never raised a child. Yeah, definitely. And we see like Dave so Marissa's not there but David's nephew is and he's probably like what like two or three years older than Jace he looked a decent size bigger than Jace and we get this like really quick clip they're sitting on the ATV like Kaiser's on the ATV it's not turned on and Jace like pushes down like hard on the back of it so it like raises up like a seesaw and Kaiser's like scared of it and like the older boy is like stop it he's scared of that (laughs) Oh, it was. And then, like, he just lifts up the front of it, and the older boy is like, Kaiser, does that scare you? Okay, let's get off. And, like, pulled Kaiser away. Like, that kid didn't seem to trust Jace. No, and I I feel like they're just going to be going on this theme of showing Jace when, like, parents are around, like, hitting or, like, torturing. And that's definitely like, oh, I have I have four other siblings, and I can tell you like that's how children act when they're not yeah. paid attention to or or like or grow up around a lot of aggression or yelling or screaming is like you start to that's how you start to express yourself because it's the only way you know how to, yeah. and you can just see like Jace Jace is really quiet and he he gets tripped up on his words and all those things and you just like you're starting to see him like really express himself like when he's frustrated and nobody's I guess they're like you know they're starting to get into it but I don't think they understand like the severity of it maybe they do they just they're kind of starting to talk about it now so maybe maybe we're going to learn that they understand that but I mean do they they have it's Colin had to be sent to a group home. Oh, it's 
it's all like I just knew it was all gonna get dark because yeah. it's been so dark with the par- with the parents. But How could it not? They're adults. Yeah, it's like oh, I knew it was coming, but I didn't think we would be getting that so soon. But they're I mean they're eight years old, so I guess it's not crazy. But I just think like if they if this show stays on air, which I truly think it's got another three years in it, no matter what I, anyone says. Like I don't, I think so. Too. I don't think what, it's going anywhere anytime soon. I agree. But when they get to like eleven, can you imagine like eleven and twelve? Like those are, like will they be old enough to like? They don't do talking heads in the show, but like will they be old enough to start, you know, voicing like having oh, any like talkovers? You know, like could you imagine how crazy oh, that would be? Really crazy. So. We get this scene of, like, uh, David and Janelle are inside with the baby. And I will say, like, Janelle seems really connected to Ensley. She's gotten what she wanted. And it's a sad truth. But I think, you know, I do wonder if Janelle had had a girl first. If it would have, if she would have, she would have, I think, behaved, like, very, very similar but I wonder if she would have been around more because she would have been more interested. Maybe. I don't know. I, personally, I don't think I, so. I think that, I think kind of like how I've talked about Chelsea and Cole, I think uh, yeah. David is like really into the kids. And so I think yeah. maybe, also I think maybe J- Janelle feels like safe enough in a relationship for the first time in her life to like connect to the baby from it. Oh, I completely agree with that. Um, my sister is very much like Janelle and did a lot of the same. She just had a lot of the same behavior patterns as her. But once she met, like, her current significant other, he was very family-oriented and wanted to do all these family activities. And then she adopted those things. And, like, she only learned to be more connected to her children because she was dating someone that valued those things. Yeah. And that makes total sense for Janelle I mean that is just who Janelle is Janelle is a shell and she will take on the personality of anyone that she's with yeah and I think like what she said like I thought she was being genuine when she said to David like that she's not worried about him cheating and I think by the time Kaiser came around with Nate like their relationship was so awful and like he was cheating on her left and right like I think that Mm -hmm. she was not interested in in bonding so much with Kaiser and taking care of him because she just didn't care about Nate, you know? And, like, it was just, like, too much drama with Nate for her to connect. And I think, like, the fact that, like, David is around and, like, I have a feeling, like, David... Like, okay, so we know that Nate was the one that was mostly taking care of Kaiser. But you know it was, like, he would, like, snatch Kaiser and be like, you fucking cunt! Like, why aren't you taking care of him? Like... I'm the one that has to get up, you bitch! Like, you know that's what it was like. Like, he would scream at Janelle about the fact that he had to take care of Kaiser. Like, you know that has to be what it was like between the two of them. So I have a feeling, like, David is like, Janelle, you need to hold Ensley. And she's like, oh. And he's like, when you feed her, you should kiss her on the forehead. And she's like, huh. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised to know that David is like, you know, because he has a ton of nieces and nephews. He ha- I mean, he hasn't been allowed to see his son, but I think he's always been very active in Marissa's life. We see how he is with Kaiser. I really do think he might be, like, kind of holding her hand through the parenting process in a way that 
we know Barbara didn't do, but she didn't allow Barbara to do, and we know Nate wasn't doing with her. And I think this, like, might be the first time that, like, I mean, I highly doubt, like, what what scene we're talking about now, like, Janelle's, like, sitting on the floor, the baby's in, like, the rock and play, and David's sitting next to her, and they're both just smiling at the baby and, like, loving the baby. And, like, you know Nate and Janelle didn't do that with Kaiser. <laughs> oh, no. Not at all. I, I will say that I've noticed in every scene that um, Janelle has been like pleasantly happy she had a cup of coffee in her hand mm-hmm. can we consider maybe Janelle for the last you know however many seasons just didn't have any coffee you know what she used to not drink coffee honestly like I swear you know I am I am a real you know see you next Tuesday before my cup of coffee and <laughs> I don't know I could have I could have gotten pregnant that many times you don't know where my life would have been if I hadn't been drinking coffee. And I just wonder if that was all she needed this whole time. Maybe. But, yeah, I definitely think, like, David, I think she mimics the behavior of those she's around, basically. And yeah, I think I that, agree. like, David just, like, sitting and, like, looking at the baby adoringly. Janelle's like, okay, I'll try that. And then she's like, oh, this feels nice. And, like... With Nate, there was no time because they just had to scream at each other about him being drunk and fucking other girls. But they weren't going to have any time to fight, Liz. <laughs> I think that's peak teen mom, that quote. I think that... if there's one quote that explains this whole franchise, it's that we won't, <laughs> we're going to have a baby, so we won't have any time to fight. The episode, like, from there, like, I think that was, like, maybe episode four in that season. Like, mm-hmm. the first six episodes are a wild ride, and I don't think we'll ever be back there again. Ugh, but... Nate was a gift. He really was. I miss him. I hate him, but he Same. is so good on TV. Same. So, Jace comes in, and he's basically, like, sitting on the floor, and he's bored. And I think, uh, like... Jace is probably going through, like, a big adjustment right now because before, I'm assuming anytime Janelle had Jace, like, they did stuff because she's, like, a Disneyland parent. And now yeah. within, like, the last year, like, not only is Kaiser there, Ensley's there, Marissa's there, you know? Like, I think all of a sudden, like, when he goes to Janelle's, he's, like, no longer the center of attention, and they can't plan their weekends around what to do with Jace. And I think he's like, this is bullshit. But, I mean, I'm sure Janelle lets him sit in front of the TV as much as he wants. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of, like, hoping Jace wakes up late, goes yeah. to bed early, like, or just doesn't care when he's going to bed, like, letting him stay up to 2 or 3 a.m., I'm sure, like, I had a really neglectful parent, and when I would go visit her, she would do, like, from, like, Jace's age, would do very similar things, and I can just imagine what her household is like, but it's a lot of, like, he's probably, like, his sleep schedule, I bet, is shot to shit when he's there, Yeah. and then he's going back to Barbara, and he's just messed up from it, and, like, if he has ADD, you know, like, or any other Mm -hmm. thing like that, like, Screwing with your sleep schedule at like that kind of age, I'm sure is just putting him on like an emotional roller coaster. You can like you can always tell like when he goes back to Barbara, he's yeah. he's mad. 
But let's talk about that scene now because we don't need to like we already got into like Janelle discussing the kale drama. Um, mm-hmm. I was surprised that Barbara let Jace sleep over on a school night and trusted Janelle to bring Jace to school. That surprised me. Um, that really surprised me because this was before the custody agreement. But that's true. Yeah. So Barbara picks up Jason. Like to me, it was obvious he was in a bad mood. Like from the jump, like he kind of slammed the door and was like being cranky. And this scene like really bothered me. The way that Barbara, like this whole, I thought Barbara was like really inappropriate in this whole scene because she's like, "How is mommy's?" But which is fine. Like whatever. And he was like, "It was fine." And she's like, "Was Ensley there?" Which like. Like, yeah, she's fucking there. Or I guess she's, like, trying but to say that she's asking she that, yeah. Else. She's asking that on per. You know what I mean? Like, she wasn't, like... Yeah. And was Ensley cute? And then, like, if he, she wasn't there, like, Jace could have been, like, Ensley wasn't there. But, like, she was That's, doing, like, yeah. that, like, obvious, like, dig that she knew MTV would play. Like, and this has, like, been ongoing this season. Like, where's Ensley? What are you doing? With- Remember at the barber... Or the baby shower? The barber shower at the baby shower she's like well who's gonna watch the kids like she and it's not unreasonable but like jace doesn't need to be involved in it no and that's it bothers me too like because i just feel like those conversations aren't to like talk to jace they're to get information out of him yeah and i wonder if he's like old enough to realize that because like you do start to realize when like because they're both like Barbara's basically the other parent, you know, it's like mm-hmm. parent. Yeah, they're, yeah. And like when one parent is trying to pin you against another, like you start to realize that pretty early when they're asking you questions like that. And I'm sure like he's associated that with like negativity and like, yeah, it would upset me. Like it always upsets him. Like he like gets visibly upset when they have those conversations. I think he was in a bad mood though, like from the jump. Like I wouldn't be surprised if like you said, like he went to bed late. Then he had the long day at school, and I can't believe Barbara, like, didn't pick up on that right away. So, she could have just said, like, did you have a fun time at Mommy's? Okay. And also, like, I will say I found it kind of surprising that I feel like, I feel like Barbara never mentions Jace's siblings as, like, being his siblings. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, was Ensley there? Mm -hmm. Like, did you see your cousin? Not, like, do you love your baby? Like, are you excited that, like, she's your baby sister? Like, what? what's having a sister like? You know what I mean? Like, she never talks about Kaiser like that. At least not that we see. No, Yeah, it is very strange. Like, well, she just has such a totally different, like, relationship with them. Yeah. But I wonder what it's like for them. Like, I wonder what it's like for Kaiser to see her as a grandparent when your brother is, you know, like, that's basically his mom. I... Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, even at the drop-off, she didn't even go to the window and say hi to Kaiser. Or Ensley. Yeah. That is the strange thing. I think she does it on purpose. Like, to keep her distance. Yeah. I think she's just, like, so worried that Janelle will just, like, snatch them from her. That, like, it's not even worth, you know, like... Getting close to them. Yeah, but... I don't know... I feel like it's very, it's weird. It's weird. Like, I mean, Kaiser knows that's his grandmother. He was screaming in the car, bye, Meme. But I feel like he's calling that, like, not like, Meme, I love you. But like, that's Jace's Meme. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, because it's like, and 
I'm assuming it all just goes back to the fact that she, Barbara and her, Barbara and Janelle are not co-parenting well. And it's almost like that's Jace's dad or his other mom, not your grandmother. You know, like. Yeah. Well, they all just have strange relationships with one another. So just feels like Kaiser, because Nathan's not around. So Kaiser's around his grandmother. So, you know, like they all have this. None of them know what it's like to have like two parents. Yeah. Like they have like an absent parent and then a grandparent like picking up the slack and that yeah like they all share that like in common with one another like Inslee maybe (laughs) might have two parents or one parent and an absent parent but yeah Yeah. like they're how they see like they don't see normal relationships they they just have just such different relationships than like a normal child would definitely and like I don't know Maybe Barbara's not a baby person, but, like, as a baby... Like, I can't imagine not, like, walking over the car and being like, let me hold Ensley! I love her! And, like, I like giving Kaiser that. a kiss. Like, I just very... I don't... I, I just... It's weird how detached she is, and I'm assuming she's doing it as a defense mechanism, but, like, it's weird. It's just... It's weird. That's all I can... It's fucking weird. It is strange, and, like, I think I talked about this with one of you before, but my my dad did a similar thing with my nephew and my niece. Like, my sister had my nephew when she was 18 or maybe 19, so she was, like, a teen parent, and she was pretty absent. She kind of did a Janelle, and my dad and uh, I, like, raised my nephew for a good bit of his life, and now my dad has custody. Like, he just has taken custody of my nephew, and he lives with my dad but my sister went and got another boyfriend like a Nate like boyfriend Mm -hmm. and she got pregnant and she had my niece and my dad is just like very like he will not get close to her and it creates a very weird dynamic in our family but like he just I and I think it's the fear of like if I get close to her she's gonna want to stay with me and then I'm going to have to raise two children And I can't raise two children. I, like, can barely, you know, like, take on the, you know, being, like, 50-something, raising a newborn baby. And I just feel like Barbara is very, like, please keep those kids away from me. Because if I know too much, I'm going to have to take them. And I just cannot do that again. That's true. Like, a willful ignorance. Yeah, it's just like, well, I can't. You're not 15 anymore. I can't keep picking up your babies that you have. Yeah, so back in the car, uh, Barbara asked Jace, like, so what do you think about Mommy and David getting married? And it's like, Barbara, like, what, like, Like, and Jace is like, meh, and she said, do you think it's a good thing? And he said, no. And you could tell he was in a bad mood. And she was like, why? And he goes, it's in the middle. Okay, like. He can tell. I feel like if Barbara in that moment had said, "Jace, you want to go live at Disney World?" He would have said no. He was not in a good mood. Yeah, he was just being difficult. And this is the thing too. Like, and I say this with Chelsea: if they do this shit where they ask the child something and it's conditioning them to like give the answer that they know will please them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, she knows. He knows that when she asks that, like. He should say something negative. And, yeah, and like he also knows the cameras are there. in a bad mood. 
yeah, like, in I, I think there's, like, so much to that situation. And it just seems Barbara conditions him when she asks those things. And I hate it so much. But yeah. I do, I think you're totally right. He was in a bad mood. And she knew she asked him in a bad mood that he would probably respond that way. And there are cameras in the car. And, like, they're in a custody battle. Mm-hmm. Barbara, and she also knows said, like, she's doing. When, do you want to go back to mommy's, like, on Saturday? And... I feel like she shouldn't be asking him at all if he wants to go over there. I think he's too young and he understands like that she doesn't like it when Jace goes to mommy's. He understands that mommy and Meme don't get along. And she asks him like, do you like she's asking him if he wants to go to the park? You know what I mean? Like you Yeah. Asking him that is like so complicated and he has to know that. And also like if this is Monday and Jace is eight. He's in first grade during this, right? Like, yeah. Do you want to go on Saturday? Like, in first grade, like, how much a concept of weekends do they even have yet? You know what I like? Like, why on Monday afternoon when you know he's like, do you have to discuss like what's going to happen this weekend? Yeah, because like to a kid, that's just so far away. Like they like you were saying like they mostly started to grasp like weekdays by then but they don't understand like they don't understand how long time takes they just they don't get that and it's just not necessary for ask that and I will say like for someone that like I had parents doing that to me where they asked me how I felt about those situations and it makes you incredibly uncomfortable even at a really young age because you know it you know when you're that young that you shouldn't even be making those decisions. Like, that's something, I mean, or I can only speak for myself. I knew, like, when they asked me that, I'm like, I'm a kid. Like, I don't get those choices. Why are you asking me this stuff? This isn't, like, you're the adult. Like, you should be, like, I shouldn't be knowing about any of this stuff. And I do. And you, like, you'd be surprised just how young kids are when they feel like that and I don't think Barbara gets that and I think Barbara did that to her kids with her yeah. fa- with their father oh, and absolutely. like with, and it's just oh it's so unhealthy and it drives me nuts and I feel like everyone just lets Barbara slide with those things and it's really frustrating because anything going on with Jace is not just because of Janelle no plus you have to wonder like when she says, like, what, do you want to go to mommy's this weekend? If he says yes, I wonder if she goes, oh, I'll miss you so much. I'll be so lonely. Yes, that's the condition. Like, you know, like, I could totally see Barbara doing that. That would not shock me at all. And I don't even know if she would be doing it to be malicious, but it's just like Barbara is so programmed to do the worst absolute thing that you could, you know, you could say. Like, it's just yeah, how she operates. She doesn't even think. Agreed. Um, so yeah, that was this week for Janelle, and next week for Janelle is going to be huge. I can't get into it, but there's accusations of drunk driving and Janelle banging on doors, and I personally can't wait to to discuss it. Hey guys, to hear the rest of this episode, come on over to Patreon.com/slash/EBPsychos. Love ya. Thanks. This has been an episode of Feathers in My Hair, an emotionally broken psychos Patreon exclusive. Executive producers Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. Special thanks to Sarah DiGiovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. 
www.patreon.com slash ebpsychos and come on over to our Facebook page for more discussion.